You're listening to Brazen Bookworms, Unrighteous Reading Rebellion, a reform book snob's journey and musings through all things romance. Some language may not be safe for all ears. Frequent use of sarcasm may occur. Hey, bookworms. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, super excited to be talking to you about Knockout Book Bash. Not all the things I thought I was going to have to talk about or to share, uh, but other things instead, because much as life normally is, things did not go according to original plan. And that's okay. Uh, because what I have discovered through the years is that sometimes when things don't go the way you originally planned them, that means it's because there was something even better waiting to happen. Uh, and I know I promised live streams and I know I promised interviews with authors um, and none of that happened for very, very good reasons. Uh, one of the reasons being just the chaos of an event and not knowing what to expect. Um, the other reason being that things were just so busy and so intense and so wonderful that uh, I was really very happy to be living in the moment. And living in the moment, usually for me, means I forget all the things I'm supposed to be doing while I'm enjoying all the things that are in front of me. And for me, that's kind of a wonderful thing anyway. So no live streams. I'm so sorry. No interviews. Not yet. Um, I will be doing interviews with a bunch of the authors. They will just be done separately from the book event because the book event was amazing. It was so busy. There was so much going on that it really wasn't the best situation to ask people to sit down and um, talk individually because there was just so much going on. Um, so anyway, uh, starting from the beginning, great place to start, right? The flight from Baltimore to Cincinnati was fantastic. Julie picked me up at the airport and we drove down to Louisville from Cincinnati. The drive was great. No issues. Checked into our hotel, which was amazing. Um, the Marriott in downtown Louisville was just fantastic in so many ways. A beautiful place, really close to everything we wanted to be close to. It was just amazing. Um, and then when we got there Thursday night, we were exhausted. So nothing happened Thursday. We got settled in. All was good. Friday, took some time to get some work done during the day, to relax a little bit, to de-stress from travel, and to kind of amp ourselves up and prep ourselves for the event on Saturday. But the event, the weekend, was so much more than just the three hours we spent at the signing. And it was absolutely incredible to be part of that. So starting on Friday, we had dinner with PJ Fiala who is an amazing author. She writes romantic suspense um, and she is a super amazing person. So we had dinner with her and um, her husband and another author and a photographer. And I was super nervous about meeting everybody. I had never met any of them before. And um, I had no idea what to expect. I communicated with PJ several times. Um, she's helped me out with donations for a fundraising auction I did. Um, I've done some arc reading and some reviews for her. She's always been super supportive of me and the blog um, and everything that I've written and my reviews. So getting to meet her in person was absolutely amazing. I was so excited to get to meet her. Um, and it was very cool to be in more of a social setting. Um, getting to 
spend time with her and her husband with Julie before the event took away some of the pressure I was feeling about meeting authors there because it kind of eased me into a little bit of what to expect. Uh, so the dinner was um, with PJ Fiala, like I said, and her husband. And there was a photographer there who I'd never met before, obviously, um, named Eric McKinney. And this was the first time we'd met. We got to sit next to each other and we got to chat a little bit. Uh, but I was still really um, a little bit in my turtle shell of, um, I had no idea who they were and I didn't want to say the wrong things because um, you, you don't want to say the wrong things. It's just one of those things. Nobody wants to be that person that's remembered for saying the wrong thing. Uh, so I really didn't say too much while we were at dinner um, sitting near each other. Uh, actually, I don't think we did sit next to each other. I think there was somebody ever. It doesn't matter. We were all at the small table, so it's all cool. Um, and then after dinner, we were walking over to one of the hotels where three other authors were having um, a meet and greet for people who were in their group. So we got a chance to walk over together to the hotel and got a chance to talk even more on our way over there. Louisville is a really walkable city. Um, like I said before, I hadn't been there since college. And when I was there, we were literally there for a basketball game uh, for a tournament. And then we left. So we took the bus in, we went to the game. I think we stayed overnight in a hotel somewhere so long ago. And then I think there might've been another game the next day, got back at the bus and left. We didn't really see much of Louisville. So staying in downtown was great. The waterfront is beautiful. Um, the hotels are really beautiful. This city itself is really beautiful and very walkable. So that was really kind of cool um, that we walked from dinner back over to the other hotel where we were meeting with these other authors. So that we got a chance to talk a little bit more about um, who we were, what we did. Um, Eric shared a little bit more about the photography that he does. Um, I shared a little bit more about the blog. Um, I think we even talked about my job as a full-time karate instructor and you know how that works into what I'm doing with my day job as editing and how I got into um, romance reading. And it was kind of a neat conversation. So that was really kind of nice. Um, and we got a chance to talk kind of on a, a more personal level on our way over there. So that made me feel even more comfortable because I felt like now I had even more of a connection to someone at the event other than just the, um, the person I came with, Julie, obviously, and um, the authors that I knew from online. So we got over to, I think it's called Galt House. Yes, it's Galt House Hotel. And uh, Caitlin O'Leary, Lynn St. James, and Olivia Michaels were having um, a reception, like a meet and greet. So we went up to that and I did, I turtled a little bit more because there were other people there I didn't know. <laughs> I kind of clung to Julie, uh, but got to meet each of those amazing authors, spend a little bit of time talking to them about their books and their lives, um, what was next for them on the agenda. And again, you know, I don't, I didn't take notes. This wasn't a formal interview. This was a chance to bring a little bit, some of the walls down and meet some people uh, in a safer space, a smaller space, uh, a more inviting space than just the big event hall. Uh, and after that, we went to the bar because that's where everybody seems to gather and talked more with even more people. So the concept of this community within Romance Landia really hit 
um, beautifully with everything on Friday because the event hadn't technically started, but it had. And it was bringing people together with these commonalities so we could spend time together and chat with each other and um, form friendships and bonds before the event because I think we all kind of knew that the event was going to be really, really busy. Now, I did find out after that this was Knockout's first event. And wow, they did it great. They did right by this event, by their authors. They did right by the venue. They did right by the readers. It really was phenomenal. So the morning of the event, um, Julie and I had lunch. Now we had breakfast the morning of the event. We forgot to eat lunch. There was no lunch on Saturday. <laughs> we were so excited about everything. We completely forgot to eat lunch. So uh, we had breakfast. We went over to the venue, uh, stood in line, spoke to some other people, um, forgot water. Thankfully, there were water fountains. Forgot lunch. Totally okay because I was so excited about everything. I didn't miss lunch until later. And I was so proud of myself for not bringing 24 books in a rolling suitcase this time. But I did bring stuff. I had my purse. I brought the microphone just in case for interviews, which I didn't think I was going to get anyway. Um, and I did bring a couple of books to sign by Samantha Cole because I had them. I hadn't met her yet. Um, I fangirl hard for Samantha Cole. She is such a phenomenal author. And outside of being such a phenomenal author, she is such a phenomenal person. When I reached out, when Julie and I reached out to authors for the event that we're planning next March and said, you know, hey, can I bounce a couple of questions off of you? Because I know you've done a number of events. She was one of the first ones to step up and say, absolutely, let's talk. Don't send me questions. Let's have a conversation on the phone because there's just too much to expl expr explain and express. Created a new word there, didn't I? <laughs> explain, explain and express. There's just too much in email. So she really is just an amazing person. So getting to meet her in person, I wanted to get these two books signed, um, which just in case you're curious, it was Carter's book and Darius's book. So 40 Days in One Night and um, Absolving His Sins. Yes, or Salvaging His Soul. Which one did I bring? I'll have to go look. I should have brought all three of those, but I didn't. I brought two. So I brought Carter's book and Darius's book and she signed them. And I brought my brazen bookworm red bag and she signed that. Um, and then for other authors to sign. But I also brought these little gifts that we had for our authors. Um, and I don't go anywhere light. So my purse is heavy. So anyway, I had so much stuff. I probably should have left some of it back at the room, but I was too excited. So I brought everything and it was fine. Got the swag bag from Knockout, which is a great bag. Um, there's pictures of it on my Instagram. So if you want to check out all the beautiful stuff that I picked up, uh, the books I got and other things, you can go ahead and check that out on my Instagram feed. Um, and gosh, I'm saying, um, a lot today. I'm trying to get through a lot of things and I don't have a lot of notes. So my brain is running a lot. <sighs> Let's take a quick breath, shall we? Because the brain squirrels need to cool their jets and calm their shit. So Here we go. Anyway, I brought a bunch of stuff, gave out all the little gift bags, had some gift bags for readers that I saw there, um, saw Cheryl there and saw Carissa there. 
and was able to give them their little gift bags and all the authors their little gift bags. So that felt kind of nice being able to give those to them. Um, but meeting everybody there was the highlight. And I spent so much time talking to people and um, trying to get around to everybody I wanted to see. I wasn't really focused on the, hey, can I ask you a couple of questions with a microphone in your face? Didn't happen. Um, and even the after, things were, after the event, the event continued. So there's like the after party. We had the before party and then the party and then the after party. <laughs> so the after party. Uh, that night we went back out to dinner again with a bunch of people, um, volunteers, PAs, authors, um, photographer Eric was there. Um, and we were able to talk even more with people about what their impressions of the event were. And talking to them about that also helped us change some things that we were thinking about for our event, for um, timelines, for the way we are go we're planning to do things like badges and swag bags and registration. Um, so it helped us kind of gel some things in our minds, seeing how yet another event works. Because we did see that with Indies Invade Philly, but this was a very different type of event, a little bit smaller, different type of venue, um, and different authors. So again, more of that experience coming in and trying to figure out what works best. But the conversations were the key. The conversations with people before the event, at the event, and after the event. And it wasn't limited to readers. We spoke to readers, but we also spoke to authors. We spoke to uh, PAs that were there. We spoke to volunteers. Uh, and seeing all of this really also cemented in our minds just how important those volunteers are. I've always known or always thought, to me, it's a fact. Your volunteers are your VIPs. Your volunteers are people who are giving up their time to help with whatever you ask them to do usually. And it can be anything from load in to break down to running errands to set up all of these different things. And this is an event that they could be going to and just spending their time being, but they're volunteering their time and their efforts to help. And that to me makes them seriously the most important people, you know, within the event that are helping out with the authors and um, the setup and everything like that, helping us as coordinators. So, we listened to the volunteers. We watched the volunteers. We asked the authors um, and you know the coordinators, uh, what what did you have your volunteers doing? And that's not just even for this event. That's other events. Always asking, um, asking volunteers, what were you doing at the event? How did it impact how things went at the event? So really gives us an idea of some things that may need to change and some things that we were on the right track for. So that was really, really cool. So after the before party, party, which is the event, and the after party, Sunday was a down day. And can I tell you that other than to go downstairs <laughs> to the lobby to get more DoorDash <laughs> and to get drinks from the lobby, we didn't leave the room. We, were, we stayed in our pajamas. It was a pajama day on Sunday. It was so awesome. We worked hard and I think we might have napped. I think we napped hard too because we were so tired, but 
So one of the things that we talked about also was the need for this rest and recovery time. Could we have gone sightseeing around Louisville and spent the day out and done things? We absolutely could have. Should we have? I don't think so. Um, And the reason I don't think so is because one of the things I'm learning in this journey from the people on the journey with me, from their experience and my experience, is the importance of recovery time. It's the importance of acknowledging everything you just did, everything that's still in front of you, and how important that downtime, that blank space, the space between all the things, how essential that is for being able to do all the things. We live in a culture of run, 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 do, do, do. And I think that's becoming damaging to us as individuals and as a society. We're always on the lookout for what's the next thing to do. We're always on the lookout for where's the next place to be, who the next person is to meet, and what else we can do to keep ourselves moving forward at light speed. And what I have found over the last months and years, and even over the last weekend, is that none of that happens if you're too exhausted to do it or appreciate it. So the downtime was one of the most important elements of this whole weekend. It was downtime away from family responsibilities and obligations. It was downtime away from a lot of work responsibilities and obligations. Now we still worked. We wrote, we read, we posted, we discussed. We discussed things for our event coming up. We discussed things going on in the book world that were impacting us um, as uh, a writer, as a PA, as a blogger and a podcaster, as an editor, as a reader, uh, as a hype girl, whatever. We discussed how all of the things at the event affected us. What things are next on our plate? And then we took downtime to not do anything at all, to nap, to read, to rest, to recover. Even the working downtime felt comfortable instead of chaotic. And I also know now after spending Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, about five days together, that Julie and I can survive the week that we have together in November at Shameless because we really found a way to work in each other's space without being on each other's case, on each other's nerves, in each other's face. Wow, there's a lot of aces there. Um, We were able to find that comfortable medium where we recognized the importance of having someone to talk to, but also the importance of having quiet downtime without people asking us to do things, without expectations of do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that. Why haven't you done this? When are you going to do that? So it felt very comfortable and very safe. And if any of you know the story background um, for for me and Julie, um, if you don't, let me fill you in a little bit. Julie and I met online. (laughs) It sounds like the beginning of a date. (laughs) Julie and I met online. We met through a reader group. In fact, we met through Janice Whitaker's reading group. Um, Just getting to talk to each other, 
realizing we had a lot of the same interests and um, formed a friendship because we had a lot of the same interests and we would message each other. Uh, and we met as friends through a reader group. I, I am so grateful for the readers that I've found online that have become close friends. And I know it's a horrible thing to say that good things have come out of the pandemic, but these are people I never would have met had it not been for the pandemic. If it had not been for COVID, where things shut down, and my friend Kara, who put Chance, literally shoved Chance in my hands and said, read my book. I will forever be grateful for her for doing that. Because had she not done that, I never would have met Julie. And we would never have had this weekend. And we would never have had the weekend from Indies Invade Philly. And we wouldn't have the other friends that we've made along the way that we have a common bond with through books. Because remember, I was not a romance reader before March of 2020. I'd never read a romance before March of 2020. Would never have gone to these events. Would never have joined a book group. So knowing the background of Julie and I meeting by chance in a reader's group, I said it before. I don't believe in anything being a coincidence. I think everything happens for a reason. You can call it fate, destiny, whatever. I don't care what you call it, but I think there's a reason. And there's a reason that we were brought together. Um, Julie and I bounce things off of each other all the time. Deciding to organize an event together came together organically. And the friendship is comfortable. And that really became very cemented this weekend where I never felt uncomfortable in a small space with one of my closest friends who I met online through the book world. Damn, how freaking amazing is that? And through Julie, most of the authors I've met at the book event this past weekend, most of them I know from Julie through the Protector Reader Romance Group. So meeting Samantha Cole, super big highlight for me, amazing. Meeting Freya Barker, uh, again, all of these are massive highlights for me. Meeting um, Anna Blakely and um, Jamie Lewis and Raina Torres and uh, Golden Angel and PJ Fiala. Uh, all of these people who I went to see uh, because one, they're just phenomenal people. Their event, their, their, the events that they do are great. They're going to be coming to our event next March. Um, and then meeting other people, meeting um, Eric McKinney. That wouldn't have happened without PJ Fiala, who I met through Julie. Um, Susan Stoker. I met Susan Stoker. That was, God, such a so freaking phenomenal. So all of these people that I've been connected to have come from the connections that I've met in the book, in the book world. And these are very valuable friendships and connections to me because they show the depth of the connections that people form through this shared love of books. And that is the all encompassing thing for me in all of this is those connections. And I heard it and I saw it more times than I can even express this weekend of authors supporting other authors 
promoting each other's books, building groups together, being within groups together, promoting each other's individual groups, helping each other at events. (sighs) That to me right there is really the be all end all of what this community is about. It's about the connections outside of the event. It's about being invited to dinner by people who I've never met, who don't know me as anything more than a connection through an online group, through a community. To me, that's huge. If you're listening to this, I hope you have found that connection as well. I hope you recognize the connections that you've made through the groups as valuable to you as an individual. If you're working within the Romance Landia community, I hope you recognize the value of those connections to you as an artist, through being an author, through being a graphic designer, a cover designer, a photographer, an editor, a reader, a reviewer, whatever. I hope you have those same connections and you value them to the utmost. Because when I was in a really difficult time trying to navigate the stress and chaos of a pandemic, the romance world buoyed me up and introduced me to people who I can trust, who value me, who I value greatly, who've brought me together with other people who I value and who value me. that I was so comfortable with them that I was able to come out of my turtle shell and share and be part of this community and also be part of a little bit of blank space and comfort. Because to me, that was absolutely the key to all of this and everything from that came from it. So what's next? Next event for me is not until November and it's shameless which is going to be a week-long extravaganza as far as I'm concerned. The event is three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, first weekend in November. Um, Julie and I are staying together again. And I found out while we were at um, Knockout and right after I got home that several authors that I work with, review for, and absolutely adore are going to be part of their new author showcase. And I cannot be even more excited than I. It's just, it's really freaking awesome. So, so awesome that one of the authors messaged me while we were, where were we? Were we sitting at the bar? I think we were, we're sitting at the bar, a bunch of people. She messaged me and I squealed like really, really loud. <laughs> I just screamed to Julie and I was like, so excited <laughs> that this author, um, she's announced it on her page. So I'm going to say it, it's Carissa Graysick. So, so excited that she was, um, asked to participate in this new author showcase that I was jumping up and down. I had tears in my eyes. I was so excited for her um, and have since found out that there are other authors that I know that are going to be joining her for the new author showcase. Um, and there are authors who are going to be there at Shameless that I have not met yet that I cannot wait to meet. And there are going to be authors at Shameless who I have met who I can't wait to see again. Um, so Julie and I are going to Shameless um, to see Avery Maxwell and Megan Ward and Golden Angel um, and Samantha Cole, um, and all the artists, the authors on the, the new author showcase. Oh, and I'm missing someone else who's going to be at Shameless. 
that I, I'm going to see. And I, gosh, I can't remember who it was now. And I feel awful. But I know there's someone else. I have to look through their list. The list is huge. If you're looking for an event to go to, I think they still may have tickets left. Check the website and check their Facebook page. Um, oh, the dog just woke up. Did you hear the chimes? Which is probably my cue that we're getting close. Oh, we are close to 30 minutes. But um, just know, again, bookworms, my wonderful community out there, I value you so much. If you're going to be at Shameless in November, please let me know that you're going to be there because we're going to be there, Julie and I, from November 1st to 7th. We have a week and we plan on making the most of that week with going different places in Orlando um, and doing nothing, chilling out, hanging out, spending some blank time, downtime, um, the, the space between the pages, <sighs> getting excited and getting worked up and then recovering and seeing all these amazing people. So hopefully I will see you there. If I don't see you there, hopefully I will see you at Indies Invade Philly two weeks after Shameless in November. And then that's the dog drinking water. If you hear the slurping in the background, I swear it's not me. It's, it's uh, her majesty the pupper. But hopefully we'll see you there. And then again, Charm City, Romanicon, March of 2023, March 24th, 25th, 26th, if you're an author, March 25th, if you're a reader, um, we do still have tickets. They're limited. Once they're gone, they're gone. Uh, so hopefully I'll see you at one of those events. Love to get your feedback. Drop into um, Facebook page, drop into um, the my Instagram feed. Uh, you can drop into Discord. You can email me. Uh, remember, if you're looking for Brazen, it is B-R-A-Y-Z-E-N, bookworm, B-O-O-K-W-Y-R-M. So you can find me Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, and Discord, and you can email. So B-R-A-Y-Z-E-N, B-O-O-K-W-Y-R-M on the socials. Um, brazenbookworm at gmail.com if you want to email me. Uh, so drop in with some comments. I'd love to hear from you. And hopefully I will see some of you guys in November, shameless, if I don't run into you in a bookstore somewhere else before. <laughs>